This is Under Understood. Hey, everyone. Hey. Hey, Adrian. You all know Sam, my life partner. We do. You're, yes, your hubby. My hubby, yeah. Sam has something that he wants us to look into. And I made him send it to hello at underunderstood.com. He went through the proper channels. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, so is everyone familiar with the comic strip Peanuts? Yeah, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Charles Schultz. Can you kind of describe it? It's Charlie Brown. It's Snoopy. It's Linus. It's Lucy. It's it's Pigpen. Okay, these they're are kids. just character names. These uh-huh. are characters. I'm so, I'm so, I'm okay. Uh, they're they're children. I feel like the the storyline with with Charlie and and Lucy is like Lucy always gets him to believe that he's going to kick the ball, right? Mm-hmm. But then she always pulls it away at the last minute. Yeah, that's like a really well known figure of speech. <laughs> yeah, Charlie and Lucy with the football. Mm. It's like G rated South Park. Well, oh, I mean, it's, it's the, the conceit is kind of like <laughs> children with kind of adult issues, right? Right, but there's this weird kind of like nihilist thread, which also yeah. makes it yeah. like G-rated South Park to me. <laughs> sure. Um, so you mentioned some of the characters. Who would you say are the most famous characters from Peanuts? Charlie Brown. Snoopy. Snoopy. Sam's question is about Snoopy. So I was listening to an audiobook called Hello Habits by a man named Fumio Sasaki. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And uh, it's a book about creating habits, why we create habits, how we create habits. Uh, pretty straightforward, like self-help book. Um, and then I got to this part in the book that kind of jumped out to me. That was weird. Okay. So I'll just read the, the quote. Snoopy said, quote, you play with the cards you're dealt, end quote. Cards that you're dealt include your knacks and your genes, but through habits, it should be possible to exchange some of your cards, like in a game of poker. Um, So that's the end of the quote from the book. So within that quote, there's a Snoopy quote where where Snoopy says, you play with the cards you're dealt. Has anyone heard of this quote from Snoopy? No. No. Also, Snoopy doesn't talk? (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) so Woodstock talks in little scratch marks Snoopy has thought bubbles okay so right right so technically Snoopy doesn't talk he just thinks yeah but that was part of why it jumped out at Sam because he was like wait does Snoopy even talk I didn't think Snoopy had catchphrases I should have mentioned this book is Japanese so my first thought when I read this was that Snoopy was not Snoopy the dog from Peanuts, but that Snoopy was like some, I don't know, Japanese baseball player's nickname or something. Um, and I, I just figured that this must be a well-known person in Japanese culture, and this must be a well-known quote from that person. Um, so I just quickly Googled, like, Snoopy, you play with the hands you're dealt, or whatever it was. And it turns out that is a frame, that is a cell, you know, whatever you call it. That's, that's from one of the comics. Um, Snoopy does have that thought bubble. But what was interesting is if you go to the Google image results uh, or even the regular Google results, very quickly you start seeing Japanese characters, like Japanese lettering, around, kind of written around the comic or in the comments section or whatever. 
and I saw, I noticed pretty quickly on a Reddit thread with this Snoopy image where he says this line that like the second or third comment is like, great to see my Japanese Snoopy fans here or something like that. So I confirmed that this was said in a Peanuts comic and I'm going to put the full comic into Slack. So it's just three panels, right? Mm-hmm. It's from October 4th, 1991. Can someone describe this? We have Lucy standing next to Snoopy's doghouse. Snoopy is sitting on top of the doghouse. And Lucy says to Snoopy, Sometimes I wonder how you can stand being just a dog. Next panel uh, is a close-up on Snoopy. And he's thinking, You play with the cards you're dealt. And then Snoopy lies down on his back in the next panel and says, whatever that means. Is this funny? <laughs> I mean, it's funny. <laughs> it's the it's the joke that's the joke of a lot of Peanuts comics, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel I like, like, which it. is like, <laughs> the, do- the dog has like an existential right. thought. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. all this is. <laughs> yeah, so what is, what would you say is Snoopy's personality? Maybe we should get into that a little bit. P- p- ponderous? Ponderous. Okay, that's a good word. But sometimes really imaginative. Imaginative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Red Baron. Yeah, turning the, the house into the plane and stuff. Uh huh. Worried. He's also worried. I feel like he spends a lot of his time with like dread. Sure. I, from a from a non expert opinion, always thought he was like the Eeyore type character. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they all have a little Eeyore in them, though. Is the thing. Yeah, the whole yeah. strip is the Eeyore of comic strips. Mm, maybe I'd like it. <laughs> I think you would. <laughs> <laughs> the way this Snoopy quote is presented in this book makes Snoopy sound sort of sage because it is in context where that quote is taken at face value. As Snoopy said, you play with the cards you're dealt... But through habits, it should be possible to exchange some of your cards, like in a game of poker. So it's like very straight forward. It doesn't really seem to line up with what's happening in this panel, at least to me. Right, because Snoopy doesn't actually know what he's saying. Right. He's just like, whatever that means. Right, because he's just a dog. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I have Googled this, just like Sam Very few Google results about it. I don't see this on any official merch. There is a Snoopy museum outside Tokyo, Mm. but that didn't offer any clues about this particular phrase. Okay, so what would satisfy your curiosity here? I mean, what I would love to find is like a moment, you know, I don't know if this exists, but I would love to find that moment where some celebrity and like, the 80s quoted Snoopy and then it just stuck as like that's Snoopy's line or you know the poster or the billboard or whatever where Snoopy used this line like I'd love to find a moment that this became a popular phrase I would like to know if Snoopy is in fact very popular in Japan and kind of like what that import was all about like why why did that stick more than other things So what I want to try to figure out is how did Snoopy get so popular in Japan and is this Japanese Snoopy's catchphrase? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coming up, Adrian finds poetry in peanuts. Hi, listener. It's John. I'm here to talk about how you can support Under Understood. The podcast is completely independent, and we do it in our spare time. And one way that we're able to sustain that is through direct support from our listeners on Patreon. If you sign up for our Patreon for $5 a month, you get access to our Discord server, where you can connect with other listeners of the show. Plus, you get our second podcast called Over Understood. That's one where we talk about unsolved mysteries, episodes that we haven't been able to crack, uh, and other mysteries from elsewhere on the internet that we enjoy. Last week, I found a thread on Reddit about the Burger King Kids Club and a lost member of the Burger King Kids Club. We weren't able to fully solve the mystery, uh, but we explored some things about the 90s that we didn't previously know. It's a fun time. That show comes out each and every Thursday, whether or not Underunderstood is on hiatus. So if, uh, if you can't get enough of us, you can get a second show from us over there while supporting the show. $5 a month. Patreon.com slash Underunderstood gets you access. And whether you're a patron or not, thank you so much for your support. Hi, everyone. Hey, Adrian. Hi. Um, I'm a Snoopy fan now. Mm. Wow. Were you not before? I was. I was always more of a Calvin and Hobbes kind of guy, but now I feel mm. like yeah. I'm more of a Peanuts kind of yeah. guy. Mm. <laughs> oh, really? Like, I really get the appeal. So, if you all remember, Sam was reading this book by a Japanese author that mentions a quote and attributes it nonchalantly, like, as everyone knows, Snoopy said you play with the cards you're dealt. And he started wondering if Snoopy actually said this and if this is Snoopy's catchphrase in Japan. Yeah. So, pretty much the first thing I did was to email my friend Mia. She is a very good journalist who writes about culture, subcultures, and she grew up moving back and forth between the U.S. and Japan. When I saw your subject line that just said Snoopy, I was like, what could this possibly... I was, it was very, I was very curious. And when I opened it, I immediately was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I know like exactly what this phenomenon is because I have spent several years watching it spiral out of control. <laughs> So Mia told me that in Japan, Snoopy is everywhere. Snoopy sippy cups, giant stuffed animals, Snoopy socks, chopsticks. Like there's, there are socks, there are headbands with Snoopy. There's a tissue case that's just Snoopy's head and the tissues come out of his forehead. Slippers. Like you could absolutely have an entire house furnished with just Snoopy related things. So Mia found a bunch of recent collaborations that have been done with Snoopy, including this one, which I will put into Slack. Oh, these are cool. I like these. Wow. Yeah. These are very cool. These are uh, Snoopy branded bottles of Heinz ketchup. Here is an Instagram account that Mia found that tracks Snoopy collabs. Oh, wow. This Instagram account gives you some more flavor of 
Snoopy in Japan, what that looks like on the ground, what sort of Snoopy-themed stuff you can pick up. These are all very cute, except for Charlie Brown, who's been shoved into a Charlie Brown glass jar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a plush Charlie Brown has been shoved in there and looks like an embryo Yeah, on a spinning platter. Yeah, I'm not sure what is the meaning of that one. <laughs> there is also a website for Snoopy Japan that um, has some more recent releases. Oh, man, I want all this stuff. My feeling is like I would have to go all the way or nothing. Like fill your home with it? Yeah, I'd have to have an entire obnoxiously comprehensive Snoopy-filled house or, you know, nothing. Yeah, so there's a Snoopy brand of chocolate. There's Peanuts Cafe. Oh, yeah. There's food stuff. There's knickknacks. I don't think I've seen anything like this in the U.S. No. Yeah, so one thing that is helpful background is that Charles Schultz was always very generous with licensing. People would write him or call him or stop by his house in Santa Rosa, California, and he would grant them permission to use the characters. And he actually caught some flack for it because they were so liberal with licensing and so many different brands were using the characters. You, you, you say generous, but is that generous or is that just him <laughs> collecting lots of money? Right, yeah. He is number three on the Forbes 2020 list of highest paid dead celebrities <laughs> behind Michael Jackson and Dr. Seuss. <laughs> he seemed to say yes to most everybody. I... I found um, this paper about the history of Snoopy merchandising in Japan that said he said no twice, once to the UN, which wanted help promoting something that he felt was too political, and then once because it was in conflict with some other project he was doing where he had granted some similar copyright to Hallmark. And then this paper also said that uh, somehow the brand ended up on some razor blades in Germany, and Charles Schultz was not happy about that. And he said, whose idea was this? Charlie Brown should not be used to sell razors. Those those were the only times he was upset about it. Other than that, it was like, anything goes. Okay. Because their weapon could be used as weapons or what? I don't know. I don't know. They're too adult? I, I really don't. Maybe? Yeah. It is weird. Charlie Brown is a six-year-old. <laughs> like none of the characters in Peanuts can shave. Why is he on yeah. it? Yeah. So the Schultz family split the ownership of Peanuts with a brand management firm. It was another firm. Now it's a Canadian company called DHX. And that company partners with uh, other firms that help manage the characters in all around the world. It's in over 100 countries now. So Peanuts in Japan is managed by Sony Creative Products, which is a division of Sony Music. Um, this all came from a paper I found called Merchandising Snoopy, The Case of Peanuts in Japan. So there are now hundreds of companies selling officially licensed, approved Snoopy stuff in Japan. Here's an excerpt from that paper. Sony, quote, describes their consumer targeting as having three key touch points, infancy, junior high adolescence, and the start of career life. The target customers, approximately three quarters of whom are female, thus first start their attachment with the characters at their earliest moments, snuggling a plush version of a character. 
in junior high when their spending power has increased and their social interactions have reached a significant new level of complexity, they can don a Snoopy backpack that both fits them personally and has sufficient acceptable social cachet to wear over their school uniform while riding the train. Then, as they are starting their career, they can hearken back to the characters that produced positive feelings in their childhood, choosing the Peanuts stationery set to sit atop their new desk at work. When they return home from work to their newborn child, they can give them a Peanuts gift (laughs) and begin the cycle anew. Uh Wow. (laughs) Wow, the circle of Snoopy. Yes. So one of the questions I had was, so Japan has, like, no shortage of cute characters, right? So... Why is Snoopy so popular? And I was reading about the culture around cute characters in Japan. Um, You may be familiar with this. I came across this researcher named Hiroshi Nitono, who has been studying the psychology of kawaii for over a decade. Are you all familiar with the concept of kawaii? No. Um, So kawaii is the idea of cuteness Cuteness is a little bit reductive. It encompasses more than just cuteness. And uh, some research has come out saying the Japanese affinity for cute characters has to do with, like, the characters having baby-like features. But this researcher, Hiroshi Nitono, feels that that is, um, it's doesn't quite capture the culture. The meaning of kawaii and what kind of things People find kawaii vary across generations and social groups. So it's difficult to understand kawaii solely by objective characteristics like smallness or roundness. Therefore, I took another way. I start with the intuitive feelings of kawaii we experience through concrete things we encounter in daily life. That is, I define kawaii from a viewpoint of emotion. So I wrote to this researcher, Hiroshi Nitono, and he declined to be interviewed because um, he he does not research Snoopy, but he (laughs) sent a few thoughts by email. So this is from his email to me, which he wrote in English. Quote, One reason for the popularity of Snoopy is that a famous Japanese poet, Shuntaro Tanikawa, translated it into Japanese beautifully. The comic contains many philosophical profound phrases, Snoopy fans find them attractive because such phrases are not found in Sanrio and Disney characters. Wow. This poet, Shuntaro Tanikawa, was definitely a big part of the popularity of the comics. So here he is doing an interview for the 70th anniversary. So he's actually still living. He's 89 years old. But I asked Mia to watch that interview and just, like, give me the gist of it. And she said he talks about why he likes Peanuts and what makes it special. He says the world they live in is that of a child, removed from politics and God and money, etc. But still there are many wise words in the comics. Hiroshi Nitono, who was the professor I was corresponding with, also found a press release from 2014 from MetLife in Japan. And MetLife was one of the big Peanuts licensees. They licensed the characters for like 30 years. So this press release is uh, about a survey that they did of women. 
And I, I translated this with the deep L translator. It says, we conducted a survey on views on work, life, and life plans among 600 never married working women in their 20s to 40s. The first question they asked was, quote, the peanuts quote that most resonates with you based on your view of life. <laughs> and the top answer was, you just have to play the cards you're dealt, whatever that means. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There we go. <laughs> so they'd left in the whatever that means. Yeah, they did. That's kind of important, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so in the survey, uh, the runner-up was, isn't it nice? I'm happy just standing by your side. I'm just happy to be standing next to you, which I couldn't find where that is in the strip. <laughs> so <laughs> it's either so, not from the strip what's or- What's up with this survey? <laughs> or maybe it's, I just couldn't figure out the translation back because I had translated it from the Japanese. Were these in the survey where the- were the lines fed to the participants or were these recalled by the participants? Uh, I don't know, actually. It doesn't say. If it's multiple choice or something, this doesn't really prove the popularity of the phrase in Japan. Right. I mean, if it's if it's not multiple choice, it's kind of fascinating yeah. in the sense that, like, I don't think you could ask Americans, what what is your favorite peanuts quote? Right, right. And they could come up with something. I certainly couldn't. Right. There is another Peanuts superfan I came across, Masuhiko Hirabuchi, who was a TV anchor in Tokyo who wrote four books about the philosophy of Peanuts. Whoa. Wow. He was really into Peanuts, and this is from an essay that he wrote in 2009. So he talks about how he used Peanuts to learn English. It was 1965. That's about when Peanuts came to Japan. He talks about trying to explain Peanuts to his audience on television. Quote, Almost 25 years later, Snoopy goods flooded the Japanese market, but people still didn't seem to understand the real meaning of Snoopy. They simply loved a visible or touchable Snoopy. His mental or spiritual facet was not known. There was a huge perception gap about Snoopy between our two nations. Someone had to narrow that gap. <laughs> I thought it was my role to do the job, so I started writing Snoopy Tachino America, a journalist's view of America through Peanuts. The book was published in 1993. I tried to portray something internal to American life. Why do Americans like Snoopy, like Charlie Brown so much? Why does Lucy have a psychiatric booth? Why does Snoopy <laughs> dress as an attorney? I forgot and about so on. I, I, have, I have all of these same questions. <laughs> the publication was a success. It went into... 15 printings during nine years, Japanese people began to realize something substantial about Peanuts, but the majority of them still didn't know the meaning of Snoopy. The meaning of Snoopy. In September 2006, my fourth book about Peanuts, Words and Philosophy May Change Your Life, Snoopy, was published. My effort to narrow the perception gap on Snoopy across the Pacific Ocean still goes on. This is a very pure endeavor. I love this. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, so Snoopy doesn't have a super defined personality in Japan, and that means that fans can infer what he symbolizes. I talked to Alyssa Friedman, who is a researcher at the University of Oregon who studies Japanese pop culture, and she is planning to write a paper about Snoopy in Japan. Snoopy is so far-reaching in Japan. Like I think part of the reason why it's been such a successful character, too, is that it has so many different readings. 
So Alyssa told me that Snoopy exists independently of the comic strip for many Japanese fans. So this kind of familiarity with what the peanuts are, especially Snoopy. But Snoopy, too, becomes one of many. This is just my um, hypothesis. One of many characters that becomes unmoored from its original context, so to speak, and put to other uses, like other examples being Sesame Street Muppets. Sesame Street, as a children's cartoon, never made it big in Japan for various reasons. But the Muppets themselves, they go on and have a second life, advertising things as diverse as Tokyo Metro, Subway, and mm-hmm. Domino's Pizza. Hmm. So I have many friends that know Elmo, but don't know that Sesame Street was an American children's program. So Alyssa was the first person who actually recognized the quote offhand and associated it with Snoopy. The, the Snoopy slogan that you mentioned about holding your cards, that's been translated into Japanese. And that seems to be, I guess, anecdotally to me, something of someone who's slightly older might recognize oh. that from the Snoopy um, written cartoon. So she said younger fans are more likely to see short English phrases like Snoopy's Joe Cool persona. Joe Cool is something that you see on a lot of Snoopy merchandise. I love Joe Cool. Yeah. But I wanted to know if the popularity of the phrase, you play with the cards you're dealt, was intentional. So I reached out to the Charles M. Schultz Museum, and they put me on the phone with probably the biggest Charles Schultz expert alive. I'm Jeannie Schultz. I'm the widow of Charles Schultz. And for the last 20 years, I have been working at the studio, overseeing things. Wow. This is you talking to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Charles Schultz died in 2000. And the Peanuts Empire is now run by Jeannie and his children. Uh, first of all, his nickname is Sparky. He was always called Sparky, except by teachers and people who didn't know him. Okay. Everyone expected him to be ha-ha funny, but he wasn't. But he really eschewed all the usual jokes, and he would come up with something in a conversation or just out of the blue that was like what's in the comic strips. It wasn't just ha-ha funny. You know, people use the same lines over and over again, and Sparky just didn't do that. His was always a unique take on a situation, and it does show itself in the comic strip, and when I read them, I think, yeah, this is exactly what Sparky would have said in some similar circumstance. So he had a sense of humor, but it was a very subtle one. So Jeannie told me that Snoopy got to Japan because a Japanese family-run company saw one of the plush toys, this was around 1965, and fell in love with it. The daughter of one of the founders was getting, I believe, a master's in New York, and she saw a Snoopy plush dog in a store. She thought it was adorable bought it, took it home, and said to her father, we have to get permission to to make this dog, to do something with it. And at that time, there was no licensing for peanuts. This is my understanding. I don't have any papers that back it up, but they had to go to the State Department to get permission to do business. So you talk about 
or ask about why it's so popular in Japan, it's amazing that that young woman saw that dog and it appealed to her instincts, her aesthetic, and she took it home and started an industry. Huh. <laughs> when was uh, Peanuts created? 1950. Okay. So it was only 15 years old. Yes. Charles Schultz said they didn't do any licensing even in the U.S. for the first 10 years. Oh, wow. So licensing at all had only been going on for five years around the time. And this is Jeannie's recollection is that it was around 1965. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was pretty early. And she told me that Japan is now the second largest market for peanuts. Is the U.S. the biggest? The U.S. is the biggest. When... We first opened the museum. I was obsessed with this question of what is it? What is it that that makes this so intriguing and so appealing to the Japanese? And I was about ready to send a journalist over there to Japan to try to find out. And then we never did. But I think over the years, we've come down to the simple design and it's the simple design and line of the characters, but also in the comic strip itself, there is a design aesthetic that appeals to them. In other words, the Japanese fans are much more interested in the characters and the design and not as much in the backstory. Hmm. I know a journalist who might be willing to go <laughs> investigate this in Japan for her. She's genuinely interested. I mean, I would love to go to Japan and investigate this. I think yeah. it would take, oh, maybe a year. Oh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really was Snoopy that they were attached to. And Sony did appeal to the Japanese penchant for collections. So they liked to collect the Snoopy stuffed animal in several sizes and several colors. And I remember when Sparky was alive, we went around and around and around about, but Snoopy is white and he has black ears and a black spot and he isn't pink and blue. And But I think that um, the Japanese won that one because they explained to Sparky that they just liked to collect five or six in different colors. So he wasn't just like, uh, he. It, that's, that's interesting that I feel like a lot of cartoon characters are licensed with a lot of stipulations about what you can and can't change. In their licensing, they say you can put any words next to the characters that you want as long as they're not in speech or thought bubbles. Huh. Right. So bringing it back on topic, I asked Jeannie and Melissa Menta, who is a senior vice president of marketing and communications at Peanuts Worldwide. I asked them about the quote, you play with the cards you're dealt. And it did not ring a bell for either of them. <gasps> In fact, they were skeptical that it was even part of the comic. <laughs> what? I don't know that it is. It doesn't sound, again, it sounds to me a little bit like something Sparky wouldn't have used because it was so omnipresent. But it's definitely in the comics. I checked and it looks like that is something Snoopy said in one of the strips. But I was just wondering if that had been something that was, you know, one of the big catchphrases that gets put on merchandise in Japan. 
I haven't seen it, but have you, Melissa? No. That's Melissa Menta, the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications at Peanuts Worldwide, who was on the call. So I confirmed again with the Schultz Museum after the call and the press person who helped me confirmed that it was in the strip I found October 4th, 1991. That's the only place it appeared. For Snoopy merchandise, there's no way for them to look up that phrase. So they said, it's possible. It was used on merchandise. So that's our answer. Snoopy does not have an official catchphrase in Japan. It is one of the characters' phrases that has caught on, but it's not something that was purposeful or intentional. And that made me wonder, how did this quote come to be in Fumio Sasaki's book? So I went to his website, which is Minimal and Ism, and I went to the contact page where it says, quote, I read all messages I receive, but probably I won't be able to reply to each one. Thank you for your understanding. <laughs> so fine. I emailed him and he responded two days later. I like the um, under promise over deliver method. Of- yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's smart. Absolutely. Here's what he said. Hi, Adrian. I can't say I'm a fan of Snoopy because I haven't read a whole comic book, but I really love that quote you mentioned. I don't remember exactly where I saw it. Perhaps I saw it on Twitter. Under Understood is Adrian Jeffries, Billy Disney, Regina DeLay, and me, John Lagomarsino. Special thanks to Mia Sato, who provided additional reporting and translation for this episode. Thank you again to Sam for sending in this question. But we would also love to hear from people who are not married to Adrian. No offense, Sam. So if you have a question that the internet can't answer, you can email us at hello at underunderstood.com. We would love to look into it for you. If you want to support the show in other ways, you can sign up for our Patreon. Give us $5 a month and you will have access to our bonus show, which comes out every week, and our Discord. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.